he did it. Come on, he died on the cross for my sin, and he did the same for you. Come on, somebody, you ought to lift up your voice. Come on, you ought to shout it to God with the voice of triumph. Come on, he did it. He did it. He cut Somebody shout, he did it. Somebody shout, he did it. You got to understand why there was a Super Bowl going on. While people were just playing a game where people spent money and nothing happened. But let me tell you, when we come in the house of the Lord, we can sing a song. We can praise our God and miracles can break forth. Somebody, you might be sick. You might need some trouble. Let me tell you, he did it. And if he did it back then, let me tell you, he can do it right now. Somebody ought to lift up your voice. Come on, come on, somebody you ought to lift up your voice. Come on, somebody wants you clap your hands unto God. Come on, clap your hands. Come on, somebody shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Hallelujah. Yes. Thank come on, somebody, we could do a little bit better than that. We're going to do a hallelujah check. I want you to look at your neighbor and just shout, hallelujah. Now, if they didn't do it well enough, I want you to go find someone else. Go find another neighbor, the one who's really serious about God, and just shout, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's clap our hands in this place. Come on, somebody, let's clap our hands like we mean it. Hallelujah, Jesus. Woo. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It feels good in the house of the Lord tonight on a youth service. Amen. Come on, somebody. Doesn't it feel good in the house of the Lord on a youth service? On a youth service on a Friday night. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I have the distinct privilege and honor to bring the word of the Lord to you tonight and um, somebody turn to your neighbor and say isn't God good turn to your other neighbor and say isn't God good I'm telling you we serve such a good God such an excellent God such a mighty God aren't you thankful that you're serving the one true king come on somebody aren't you thankful that you serve the king of kings and the lord of lords in this place amen Amen. You know, I was thinking about it months ago. I remember I was in my office, and uh, I had a bunch of youth, and they were just in my office, and they were just talking, they were chatting, they were doing their thing. And uh, I remember just thinking to myself, like, man, this is the best life to live. I'm telling you, the best life you can ever live is living a life for God. Amen. Amen. I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. This is the best life we can live. Amen. 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 Youth of TRC, I just want to say you all mean the world to me. I love you all so very much. <laughs> I love you guys so much. You guys are so great. I'm telling you, I tell my Bible studies this all the time. The most fun I have is when I'm at church, when I'm in the house of the Lord, when I'm with my family. Y'all are family. Amen. Y'all are my family. I love you. All right. Let's stand. Let's stand for the reading of the word. I have a couple of portions of scripture. 
We're going to turn to Isaiah chapter 40. Isaiah chapter 40. We're going to start at verse number 28. Isaiah 40 and 28. Then we're also going to go to the book of Acts afterwards. If you have Isaiah 40, shout um, amen. If you don't have it, say hold up. There you go. That's some honest people in the house. I want to thank my wonderful wife. She is so awesome. Babe, where are you at? Where are you at? My left. Where? Oh, hey, babe. I love you so much. Y'all give it up for Sister Christine. Amen. I'm telling you, y'all, I wouldn't be the man I am today without my wife. She is the best help me on the planet. I love you, babe. You're the best. And I want to thank Bishop. How many love Bishop Williams? Woo! Bishop, I love you. You might be in the building. You might not be. I hope you hear it in the spirit. I love you. You're a father to me. You're the best person in the world. All right. Do we have Isaiah 40? Yes. Amen. Amen. All right. Isaiah 40 and 28. Hast thou not known? Look at your neighbor and say, have you not known? Look at your other neighbor and say, have you not heard? That the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Even the youth, they shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord. Somebody say, wait. Look at your neighbor say, wait. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. I want to go to the book of Acts chapter 1. Book of Acts chapter 1. We're going to start at verse number 1. It says, The former treaties have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach until the day in which he was taken up. After that he... through the Holy Ghost had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen, to whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs, being seen of them forty days and speaking of things pertaining to the kingdom of God. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait, somebody shall wait, wait for the promise of the Father which saith, Have ye heard of me? We're going to jump down to verse number 12. Then, this is the apostles, returned they unto Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet. I think so. That's how it's called. Which is from Jerusalem a Sabbath day journey. And when they were come in, they went up into an upper room where abode both Peter and James and John and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James, the son of Alphaeus and Simon Zealots. And Judas, the brother of James, these all continued with one accord in prayer. Somebody shout prayer and supplication. Somebody shout supplication. With the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brethren. One more portion of scripture. We're going to go to the book of Acts chapter 2, verse number 1. And the Bible says, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly, somebody say suddenly. Somebody shout suddenly. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house 
While they were sitting, and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them the utterance. And for just a few moments tonight, I would simply like to preach, hang on, help is on the way. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, hang on, help is on the way. Amen, amen. God bless you. You could be seated. Why don't you high five somebody around them, tell them they look good. Tell them they look good in faith in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. <clears throat> it's got to be real quiet in the house. Help! Gotcha. Help! Somebody help me! On April 26, 2003, Aaron Ralston, he was a rock climber. He was climbing alone through Blue John Canyon and the Horseshoe Canyon in the, union, in the unit of Canyonlands National Park. While he was descending the lower stretches of the Slot Canyon, a suspended boulder dislodged while he was climbing down from it. The boulder first smashed his left hand and then crushed his right hand against the canyon wall. Ralston had not informed anyone of his hiking plans. This means he was alone. He wanted to be a G and try and do things by himself. But let me tell you, well, that's right. You know, can't do it alone, right? He had not informed anyone of his hiking plans, nor did he have any way to call for help. Somebody shout, help! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Assuming that he would die without intervention, he spent five days. Slowly sipping the small amount of remaining water he had. He had 12 ounces of water. This is 16.9 ounces, so a little bit water than the, a little bit less water than this. I'm sorry. And slowly eating his amount of food, two burritos, while repeatedly trying to extract his arm. His efforts were futile as he was unable to free his arm from the 800-pound stone. After three days of trying to lift and break the boulder, the dehydrated and delirious Ralston prepared to amputate his trapped arm at a point of the mid-forearm, so about right here. He was going to cut his arm off. He said, I'm going to do it. He said, say I won't. <laughs> After he experimented with tourniquets and having made superficial cuts to his forearm, he realized on the fourth day that in order to free his arm, he would have to cut through bones in it. But the tools available were insufficient to do so. So on the fourth day, George, his arm was stuck. And he was like, all right, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then he didn't do it. He didn't do it. Has anybody ever waited on the promise from God? Wow, two people in here. I'm sorry. Can I, let me try that again. Has anybody waited on a promise from God? Yes, that's right. That's right. Now, the apostles were in the same boat as you. They were waiting for this promise, right? So I need a little help. I need, I need about 10 people, and I'm going to choose George. You're one of them. Manny, come on. We need some apostles. Come on. Come on, apostle. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I want you to go down here. Let's see. That's two. We need some lady apostles. Hey, Orjavia. Olivia, come up here. Got them. Come here. Come on. Come on. Orjavia, you too. Come on. Come on, Orjavia. Yes, be an actress. Let me see who else. 
What do we have? That's four. Okay. Who, who's that over there? Anaya? Anaya, come here. Anaya, come here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Isaiah, come here. Come here. Yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. No, nah, no, nah, I'm going to decide. I'm going to decide. Let me, let, me, let me decide. Josue, come on. How many do we have? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm going to just about ten. Nick, come on. Yeah. Now, hold on. Are you a good actor? Yes? Okay, I believe you. All right. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. Naeem, come here. Naeem, come here. Come here, Pastor Hammond. All right. Now, listen to me. Look at me, y'all. All of you are apostles, okay? Now, Jesus, he promised you that you would receive power from on high, okay? So, this is what the apostles did. After Jesus left, he ended up, he told them, go to Jerusalem. And they went to an upper room. So, y'all turn around. Y'all turn around. Y'all in the upper room. Y'all go down a couple of steps. Go down a couple of steps. Now, I want y'all to, like, pray, pray, pray. You're praying in the upper room. You're waiting. Yes. Yes. Pray, pray, pray. Yes. Yes. So, this is what happened. On the first day, right, they were praying. And they were praying. They were like, oh, my God, I feel it. Oh, Lord, I feel it. I feel the spirit. Maybe it's coming. And then nothing. Nothing happened. Look at your neighbor. Say nothing happened. So they, they went to sleep. They woke up. They were still in the upper room. And they're like, all right, day two. Let's do this. They were hyping each other up. They were hyping each other up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah. We're going to get the Holy Ghost. Yeah, so they, they start praying. They start praying. Y'all turn around. Y'all face the crowd. Turn around and face the crowd. Y'all are praying, right? Right? Oh, man. You're starting to feel it. Yeah, you're starting to shout. Woo! And then nothing. Three days go by. Four days go by. Five days go by. My God, the sixth day. Y'all are getting hype. All right. It's been five days. Today is the sixth day. Right? Y'all help them. There was about 120 people. Y'all just, yeah, yeah. Y'all pretend like you're praying. Yeah. Right? So they're like, woo! My God, God's about to do something. Man, I feel it all over the house. And then suddenly, nothing happened. They're like, hold on, maybe we're doing something wrong. See, look, look, Peter, right, was the leader of the group. And he was like, y'all need to do this with your ties. Go on now, men. Go on now, men. Do this with your, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, look, the, the formula, we need to make sure the formula is right. Ladies, yeah, take out some bobby pins. I don't know what y'all got to do with your hair. Do something with your hair. Come on, see you service. Right? Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, they're getting ready, right? So it's the seventh day. They're like, look, God rested on the seventh day. The seventh day means the day of completion. So they're like, maybe today's the day. Woo, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. They were getting each other hype. Yeah. My God, God's about to do it. Woo, I feel it right now. And then suddenly, nothing happened. They're like... Maybe they're scratching their heads. Maybe they're saying, you're doing something wrong, surely. Maybe something's wrong with you, right? Okay, so, all right, day eight, the day, the day, today is day eight, the day of new beginnings, right? So it's like, look, we're going to start fresh, right? We're going to start new. It's got to come today. So they're praying. Watch y'all walk back and forth a little bit. Y'all walk back and forth, pray. Pray like you mean it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't go too far now. Yeah, they're praying, right? They're all in one accord in one place. They have the same mind, and suddenly, maybe they felt a little shift in the atmosphere. Maybe they felt a little shift in the atmosphere, and they're like, whoa, 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 do you feel that? And then suddenly, nothing happened. So imagine waiting on the promise of God 
you feel like it's right there. You're like, God, where are you? God, I need you to come through. But God, you're not coming through right now. So I can imagine maybe day nine, maybe they're getting a little, maybe they're getting a little weary. So why don't y'all haphazardly pray, you know, like halfway, pray halfway, right? Yeah, they were like, oh, you know. Well, let's have a couple of you. A couple of you pray with some, with some fire. A couple of you just don't really pray. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they were feeling the spirit a little bit. They were like, my God. And some of them were like, nah, this ain't happening, right? So they were like, man, maybe something is happening. Who? my God, you feel that? You feel that? And then suddenly, y'all say it, nothing. My God, nothing. So I can imagine they're just like looking at each other. What's going on? And you know what? A couple of them, George, right? A couple, a couple of them just went to sleep. You go ahead and lay down. Lay there. Yeah, lay, lay down. You're tired. Manny, you too. Go to sleep. <laughs> Olivia, go to sleep. Go to sleep. Right? So you go to sleep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go, yeah, lay down. Lay down. Right? Yeah, lay down. Yeah, lay down. You've never done that before, right? No, he's not. No, never, never in school, right? Never, 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 right? So they're sleeping, and then I can see some apostles, right? Some of them are like, ah, it's day 10. I'm going to sleep in a little bit today. You know, I'm going I'm I'm to get me some R&R maybe. You know, I think, and then some other apostles, they were just like, they were, they were getting excited. So, you know, it was the 10 day, and they were praying, they were praying, right? Some people were sleeping, right? And they were praying, right? Right? And they were praying and they were praying. And then the Bible says, then suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and they all got up. And they all got up and they were filled with the Holy Ghost. Yeah, and they began to speak with other tongues. Let me tell you, you might be waiting on some promises for God, but let me tell you, your Pentecost is right around the corner. Baby, you don't have to look too much. You don't have to go too far, too far because your day is coming. God is gonna come through. Come on, somebody, do you know that God's gonna come through? If he did it for you, if he did it for them, he can do it for me, amen. Amen, amen. Woo, somebody clap your hands. Somebody lift up your voice. Y'all are good, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Let me tell you. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, let me tell you. Come on, do it with some attitude. Say, let me tell you. That the way you wait on God and the way God wants you to wait on him is completely different. Let me say it one more time just so you get it. The way you wait on God and the way God wants you to wait on him is completely different. God doesn't just want us to sit around. God just doesn't want us to do nothing. God wants us to get involved with his business. Amen? You can say, oh, I might be too young. Well, let me tell you, Jesus, when he was 12, he was talking to some lawyers and he was talking to some people. And the Bible says that he was about his father's business. Let me tell you, even at the age of 12, you can be about your father's business. You can be doing some work in the kingdom of God. Come on, you could be winning a soul. You can be... You could be teaching your friend a Bible study. Let me tell you, you could be about your father's business. Amen. When God tells us to wait, he never tells us to wait our way. Somebody say, not my way. As a child of God, I can't always do the things that I want to do, the way I want to do things. Right? I can't just do things through the arm of the flesh. 
I can't just do things by my own accord because the way I see is fit. Amen? Can I remind somebody of the story of Abraham? He was promised, he was promised um, a child. And him and Sarah, God came and he says, I'm going to bless you with a child. Where's Matthew? Where we need? <laughs> right? So God came in and was like, I'm going to bless you with a child. And they believed it, right? And then a little bit of time went on and then what happened? Nothing. That's right. Some people are catching on. Nothing happened. So they became impatient with the promise of God. And they ended up trying to do things their own way. So they ended up trying to have a baby through Hagar. And Ishmael was born. And let me, let me tell you, don't settle for an Ishmael when you know God has promised you with an Isaac. Amen? Do not settle for an Ishmael when God has promised you with an Isaac. Let me tell you. Throughout the whole entire time, Ishmael was rejected. Our plans, the way we see things, the way we try and do things, in God's eyes, it might be rejected. And the, you know what ends up happening is later down the road, you see the people of Ishmael. All the people from Ishmael were in constant battle with the children of Israel. Because you can't, you can't try and do something in the spirit, in the arm of the flesh. you got to be able to, to walk in the spirit. Amen? Amen, amen, amen. That's why the Bible says in Proverbs 3 and 5, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not on thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. I can't always trust in my own understanding. Amen. His ways are higher than my ways. His thoughts are higher than my thoughts. God sees the end from the beginning. So I have to trust his process. Amen. Amen. Ooh, there's not a lot of amens. Amen, amen, amen. If you're bored, say amen. Got him. Sorry. Got to make sure you're on your toes. Got to make sure you're on your toes. I got to learn to walk this life with God. You, how many know that living for God is a walk? You have to walk with God, right? Somebody look at your neighbor and say, I have to walk with God. That's what God is telling me to do. I have to walk with God, right? I got to learn this. I got to learn. I can't do this my way. It's not my way or the highway. How many of, of y'all have ever heard that before? It's my way or the highway. Let me tell you, that's not the case. It's God's way or no way. I'm telling you, let me tell you, it's God's way or no way. You've got to keep moving forward and trust in God. All, the kingdom of God is about movement and action. Let me give you an example. Media team, if you can please help me. Please pull up Psalm 1. It is one of my favorite psalms. It's fire. George, let me use you again. Come here, George. Y'all give it up for George. George. Yeah, 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 yeah. My God, he's almost as tall as me with the smoothest face in the world. But anyways, all right, so Psalm 1. The Bible says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of the sinner, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Let me just sit here for just a moment on this verse. Go back to verse 1. So realize you're the man of God, okay? Blessed is the man. Blessed is George, right? So, George, go back over there, right? So the Bible says, blessed is the man. Don't sit down, though. You're going to come with me. The Bible says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. So realize that the man of God at first, he was walking, right? And I'm, I'm the ungodly person, right? Go ahead and walk. And I'm walking with George, right? And then what, what, is, what does the Bible say? It says, nor standeth in the way of sinners, right? So now, George, I'm standing in George's way, right? 
standing, well, really, he'd be standing in the way of the sinner. But the thing is, is notice, I've stopped his movement. He's no longer walking forward. And then the Bible ends up saying, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. And now he's sitting down, right? Go ahead and sit down, George. Go ahead and sit down. So you have to realize that George at one point was moving, right? Maybe moving towards the promises of God. Maybe moving towards a promise that God has for him. Something great, something incredible, right? But because he had the wrong company, he ended up, he was no longer moving. And can I just stop and tell you that maybe your friends that you're hanging out with aren't the best company that you should keep. Oh, come on. Can I get some help in the house? Thank you, George. Maybe the, thank you, George, you're good. Maybe the friends that you're hanging out with aren't really the best company that you should be keeping. Because you have to realize that your friends matter. The people you hang around with matter. We are our environment. We are a product of our environment. Right? And you have to realize that. The people you hang out with will slowly become like you. Right? I'll give you a perfect example. Bro. How many people say bro now? You're a product of my environment. Right? Yeah, you're a product of my environment. It's the same way. So you have to realize the people, are, if the people you're hanging out with, are, are they edifying you? Are they pushing you to be everything as God has called you to be? Are they really trying to help you and be everything God has called you to be? Or they're just saying, ah, we don't have to go to youth service on Friday night. Brother Judah, I'm not a youth anymore. Bless God, I'm, I'm old. Ooh, it's quiet in here. I don't have to go to youth service. That was when I was in heat. No, that was when I was in heat. Uh, but I'm, I'm an adult now. I'm an adult. I can make my own decisions. Right? Let me tell you, maybe that's not the best kind of friendship you, you need. You need someone who says, hey, baby, it's youth service. Let's see and watch God move. Let me help some people. Let me help some young people usher in the presence of the Lord. Come on, you ought to get excited. One day, all of these pews are going to be full at a youth service. And all we got to be there and say, you know what? I remember when there was just a just 100 people, and now look, we got 400 people at a youth service. Let me tell you that it's going to happen. And let me just stop here, pause on my sermon real quick. We have to be the leaders. We have to be the leaders. If you're in kids' zone, raise your hand. If you're in kids zone, raise your hand. How are the people in kids zone ever going to learn if we're not doing anything? How? Come on. You know who they look to? They look to y'all. Y'all point and say, they look to me. They look to me and my people in heat too. They look to all of us to see how are they going to act during youth service. Now, if the music, yeah, since y'all are still here, y'all, y'all do, yeah, yeah, y'all do the rumble. Y'all do the rumble. Now, there's two ways you can look at it. You can be like this. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring it, bring it up. Oh, it's just you, service. I'm just waiting until 9.30, and then I'm going to get out of here. Right? That's one way. Or you can say, baby, I can't wait because the Bible says to enter in his gates with thanksgiving. Enter in his courts with praise. I came to give God some glory on a youth service night. I came to give God some praise. Come on, if he did it for me, he can do it for them in Kids Zone. And I can be the leader to help them. Come on, they can get the Holy Ghost on a Friday night. They can see God move on a Friday night. You know what, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for just a few moments. 
Now keep it going for just a few moments. I'm sorry. Can we just give God some glory? I know this is not a part of this sermon. I know this is not a part of it. But can we just give God some glory? Because you know what? Baby, it's you service. And you know what? We don't have to worry about it because tomorrow we can sleep in for some of us. But I came to give God some glory. I came to have fun on a Friday night. Somebody just give God some glory. follow the Holy Ghost for a minute. Just let me tell you right now, wait until we have young people who are in, who are in wheelchairs, people with diseases, and watch them come into a youth service and watch them step out of a wheelchair. If you don't believe it, I'm sorry, you can go sit down, but my God's able to do anything. I know this is not a part of the preaching, but let me tell you, because we're the leaders, you don't have to think because you're young that you can sit back Baby, this is a service just for you. This is a service just so we can give God glory. Come on, I'm telling you, we're able to see it happen because it will. No, 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 listen, listen, listen. I never want you to think. I never, ever, ever want you to think that say, because I'm young, or because I'm, maybe I'm not in a suit, maybe I'm not in a pretty dress, I can't come up to the front and give God some glory. You should never think that way. Because you know what? Brother John was at a point where he was never in a suit. I wish I would have pulled it up. I'll ask me after you service. I'll show you a picture. But you know what? We have to give God glory. We're young. We're full of energy. Why would we waste this energy on doing nothing? Baby, I came in the house of the Lord to give God praise. He's done so much for me. And you know what? I haven't even seen the last of it. And let me tell you, at your age, there's so much God has for you. But we have to reach out and we have to grab it. We have to... 
Woo! My God. Let me just tie this in right to our sermon. We're almost done. Now let me tell you. Jesus. God's going to wait. Somebody shall wait. That, that word in, the, in our opening text, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. That word wait isn't the way you think it is. That word wait is, is called kawa, Q-A-W-A. And that means to bind together like twisting. So when God tells us to wait on the Lord, he doesn't just want us to sit here and be relaxed. He wants us to be involved. Let me tell you, Moses, you might have hit, hit a wall at the Red Sea, but you just got to keep on pressing. And let me tell you, what's in your hand? Moses, what is in your hand? God has already equipped us. Heat and youth of TRC, what do we have in our hands? Woo, Jesus. My God, what's in our hands? What is in our hands? What are we spending our time doing? Is this all right? Can I just follow the Holy Ghost tonight? Lord, have mercy. Here we go. What's in our hands more? This or this? I would hate to get to a point when God says, all right, Brother John, you're exhausted all options. What's in your hand? Uh, God, all I have is my phone. God's going to say, I'm sorry, what's in your hand? I gave you a sword and you want to use this? Let me tell you, that's why. Woo, go, to Psalm 1 and, go to Psalm 1 and 2. Go to Psalm 1 and 2. Let me just tie this right in. The Bible says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate day and night. Let me tell you, this ought to be the focus of our attention. Instagram can wait. YouTube can wait. Pinterest and Poshmark can wait. Those glasses, you don't even need those glasses. But let me tell you, they who get themselves involved with the works of the Lord. That's right. They who get themselves involved in what God is doing. That's when your strength's going to come in. You, whoo, you might be like the woman with the issue of blood. She exhausted all of her options. She wasted all of her money. And guess what? You know what the Bible says? That her, that her sickness didn't get better, but rather it became worse. It became worse. Sometimes we can try and do things our own way, and they don't get better, but they get worse. But then there was a day when Jesus stepped in. And you know what she had to do? She had to press her way through. She had to press her way through and get to Jesus. Let me tell you, there might be some weak people that need strength. Let me tell you, all you need to do is just get to Jesus. Come on, it might be tough, you might be struggling, but baby, you just gotta get to Jesus. And when you get to him, all you gotta do is just touch the hem of his garment. And when you do, the Bible says she was completely made whole. You can be made whole in this place. All you got to do is just touch Jesus. Woo! Listen, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. We can't let God do it all. We cannot let God do all the work. Because... 
he won't. Look at your neighbor and say, he won't do it. But you know what he'll do? He'll do all the things that you can. You might not be able to part a Red Sea, but you know what? I know a God who can. You might not be able to have fire, call fire down from heaven, but you know who can? The one who sits on the throne, the one who sits high and looks low. Let me tell you, they that get themselves involved in the Lord, they shall renew their strength. You can teach a Bible study and watch where your strength comes from. You can go to outreach and, and knock on a door and preach someone the gospel, and then you'll walk away with some strength. Woo, come on, somebody. We got to get involved. We got to get involved. We got to get involved. Somebody say, I got to get involved. The, woo, Jesus, the revival is not coming, but it's here. It's here. And I got to do everything in my power to get in this revival. I got to get hands and feet in. Whatever it takes. I said, whatever it takes. I got to be all in with my worship. I got to be all in with my praise. I got to be all in with reading my Bible. I got to be all in with winning souls. Baby, I got to be all in. Come on, somebody. Woo! Last thing. Y'all remember that story? Aaron Ralston, right? Y'all remember the story? Five days later, delirious, no water, he realized that he was trapped. So what he ended up doing was he took a knife and he, he marked in the wall of that canyon his date of birth and his date of death because he said, I'm going to die in this place. And then a bright idea came to him. He said, well... What I can do is, I realize my arm's decomposing, so I can, if I thrust hard enough and break my arm, maybe then I can cut through and I can be free. Ah, Jesus. Let me just say this. There could be some things that got us trapped, and we feel like we can't move. Some weights that are too heavy for us to carry. There could be some things we're spending too much time on and it's got us captivated, captured. Come on, somebody. Is there anybody I'm talking to in the house? This ain't a part of my notes. I've been done five minutes ago. Let me tell you, you could be trapped. But you know what? The Bible says it's better to enter into heaven lame. That means without a limb than it is for you to enter into hell completely whole and burn let me tell you there might be some things that are holding on that are holding on to your life that you got to just cut off come on come on we're about to be done in this house there there's got to be some things that say God I'm through with it God I'm cutting this out of my life because you know what I don't need this because it ends up being a weight the thing you could be dealing with it, it, it doesn't have to be sin but it can be a weight and it becomes so heavy that you end up, you're not able to move, right? This can become so heavy that you are stuck, that you're stuck in front of a screen for hours and hours and hours. And guess what gets done? 
nothing, nothing. But let me tell you, you just got to keep living for God. Don't despise the day of small things. There was a young boy by the name of David who didn't despise the day of small things. And one day, he was just doing his regular business. And one day, there was a giant. There was a giant in the land, and no one else can slay him. Let me tell you, there's a giant that no one else can slay but the youth of TRC. There is no... I'm telling you, there's coming a point where youth service will get so far, but we can't move forward without you. We can get over right to the edge, but I'm telling you, we just got to leap. We got to take a leap of faith. I want to be everything God's called me to be. I want to see the miracles. I want to see the signs. I want to see the wonders. But that's why the Bible says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Come on, somebody, I'm done in this house. Let me tell you, your help is on the way. Just get yourself involved in the Lord. Come on, somebody, get yourself involved in the Lord. Get working in the kingdom of God. Come on, somebody, you ought to clap your hands. Jesus. Jesus. Listen, listen, listen. I know I keep hitting on this, but God can't do all the work. God can't do all the work. God wants us to do it. How many of us want to see our friends and our family delivered? Come on. It can happen in a youth service. It can happen in a youth service where young people gather together with faith. All you need is faith. Is there anybody with faith in the house? Is there anybody with faith in the house? I know it's late. I know it's late, but I'm wondering if we can just lift our hands right here. Come on, somebody. Can we lift our hands right here? Come on. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Come on, somebody. Lift your hands. I know this might be a change of pace, but can you lift your hands in this place? Come on. God's able to give you strength that you never had before. Come on, somebody. God's able to help you. God's able to help you. You just got to get involved. You got to be a part of his business. You got you to gotta be about your father's business. Come on, somebody, lift your hands. Come on, your strength's going to come when you're getting involved with a Bible study, when you're getting involved in the youth group. Come on, somebody, come on. I know we're about to leave this house. It's almost time for us to go, but I'm wondering right before we leave this house. Come on, if we can just lift our hands. Come on, God, I'm waiting on you. Come on, somebody, I'm waiting. Come on, God, I'm waiting on you. Come on, somebody, just lift your hands all across this house. Come on, somebody. Come on, your strength will lie when you get yourself involved in the things of God. You're not too young. You're not too young. You have a promise of God on your life. Come on, it's as easy as praying with your friend. It's as easy as teaching your friend a Bible study. It's as easy as inviting somebody to church, preaching someone the gospel. Come on. Come on, God's about to take us to the next level. Where?
take us to the next level. Come on, God's getting ready to take us to the next level in these youth services. But God's just wondering on us if we can just take a leap of faith. If we can. Come on, you might be saying, God, I have to cut away some things. God, there might be some things I have to cut away. But God, let me tell you, it's worth it. Somebody! 